Hello. And welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you may know me as Bible Study Girl. And providing us with a lovely introduction is none other than Bible Study Brother. What's good, people? It is I, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. I am thrilled that you guys decided to join us again today. We have a very exciting topic. Um, as If you've been listening, then you know that we've been going back through old blogs from BibleStudyGirl.com, digging a little deeper, just getting a little more insight into the writing of the blogs and also um, how I've changed or how my life has changed since I originally wrote the blog. And today's blog is a special treat because you get to understand our signature close off of this podcast. And um, if you're feeling a little lost and you want to know what we're talking about, you can head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can click on the magnifying glass. That's like for the search. And you can type in hashtag we preach. That is the blog we are discussing today. So I guess I can start off by letting you guys get a little background about the blog. Um, one thing I do in these recaps is I'm not reading the blog to you. No, 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 no. I still want you to head over there and read it. So I'm just giving a brief overview. I think the last time we had a blog recap, my brother was like, well, I kind of want you to walk <laughs> through the blog. And I'm like, hey, bro, if I do that, why would they go over and read it? <laughs> so this is actually, We Preach is actually the first blog that I wrote that was connected to a sermon from my home church. Part of my thinking or recapping the sermon um, really was inspired by this sermon, We the We Preach sermon. My pastor preached a sermon about Naaman. If you don't know anything about Naaman, he's a commander in the Syrian army and he um, had leprosy, wanted to be healed went to Elisha, who was known for healing people. Elisha was didn't even come out of the house. He didn't have time for that. He just sent word as to what the commander needed to do to be healed. Well, the commander felt, you know, a little offended, like you didn't even come out to meet me, to tell me how to get my healing. You know, he was in his feelings, as we often get into our feelings. But thankfully, the commander had servants around him that said, hey, what the man told you to do wasn't unreasonable. Like if that's all it's going to take for you to get healed, I think you should give it a try. And instead of continuing in a spirit of pride and arrogance, Naaman takes the servant's advice. So my pastor brings the point of the sermon home is that you never know how your input and advice to someone can change their life. I mean, Naaman has leprosy. He's sick. He is, um, really in a bad place and all it's going to take for him to be healed is to follow these instructions. And he has people in his life who aren't at the same status that he is, but who feel obligated, moved, 
urge to share with him like, hey, I think this would be good advice. And so um, the point of the sermon was, you know, go out, share your story with people. You never know how your impact, how your words will impact someone else. Great sermon. I loved it. I was like, I'm going to apply this to my life. We actually got little bracelets um, that had hashtag we preach on them after we left service that day. Uh, But guess what, y'all? You may not know this about me. Fun fact. I have very small hands. Although I'm a big girl, I have really small hands and small wrists. And I was wearing it at work one day and it just fell off. And if one of the children found it, they didn't return it to me. So it was just gone. But the We Preach hashtag uh, continues to live on. It lives on in the blog. And it also lives on as the closer of our podcast. So one thing I wanted to talk about today with this We Preach hashtag, and I feel like it was very timely, is because I just completed a Bible study with my bestie. The name of the Bible study is Entrusted. And in the Bible study, um, the author, who is Beth Moore, she's one of my go-to Bible study people, but the author uh, makes sure to make a point to let us know that as Christians, we've been entrusted with our various gifts that God has given us. And he's also entrusted us with his gospel. And it's our responsibility to use our gifting to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the world. So I feel like it's a great tie-in to the We Preach hashtag. So Bible study brother, can you tell me how you feel? How do you share the gospel message? What personal things do you do to share the gospel message? Not necessarily in like a preachy way, um, because you are a minister, Mm -hmm. but in everyday life, how do you share the gospel with others? Um, I think it's just the encouragement. Um, the encouragement of exactly what you're saying now. Um, I'm huge on the your voice is a voice that needs to be heard. Uh, I've said it often in my sermons that everybody's testimony matters. Your testimony um, is the testimony that will change life, that will um give somebody the perspective that they needed to step out into their purpose um so i mean I, it's just it, it, it's one of those things that i think is wrapped in the way we build each other up like if you're around me and you say you got a dream i'm with it i'm immediately you know for it and and wondering it's, uh, how you can do it um, it's immediately in um, my, uh, what am I trying to say? Just the way that, oh, especially if it's in my wheelhouse. So if it's podcasting, if it's video stuff, if it's talking about anime, if it's gaming, if it's, um, you know, trying to preach and, and walk in God's uh purpose for you like i'm huge with that and and that's just something to me about everybody being special in their own way and everybody has an opportunity to be great um 
while you don't have to carry the responsibilities of what a pastor would, um, your responsibilities are still important. And I know so many people get like turned away if you're saying, you know, your testimony matters. Well, I ain't no preacher. Um, and so they just kind of go on with that action. And it's like not about that. And it's hard to kind of explain that. If, if that answers That's, your question. I love your answer. I'm going to sidetrack a little bit and then we're going to get back on it. But did you text your wife to bring you some tissue or she heard you sneeze and she just was like, oh, he needs me. Text. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, this is, whoa. She is like, mm, I feel I mean, in my spirit. Listen, un- unless we have <laughs> transcended to Uncle Blue and AP levels of communication because if if that was you heard me sneeze i didn't look at her i reached over to grab the tissue which was that's why i was like what is is, she just came out of the clear blue sky with tissue for you that was wild um but i think the point you made was so great and it's something that has been a thread throughout my blogging and really throughout this podcast, Stories Matter. I talk about um, me going to Haven and they have changed the name of Haven Retreat and I keep intending to like say that out loud so people that are looking for their resource can find it. And I am going to find it so I can give it to you guys. Um, But Haven was a three-day retreat that I went to is a retreat for women who are survivors of childhood sexual abuse. And I heard about the retreat from a woman who was selling makeup. Like she wasn't there to talk about sexual abuse. It was just laid on her heart to share and she shared it. And her testimony really impacted my life in a positive way. I was able to go off. I was able to get, some help, some insight, and some resources to help me deal with my childhood sexual abuse. And so I'm a big advocate for sharing your story. Uh, You never know who it will help. And you don't ever have to know who it will help. But being willing to put that information out there so that people can people still have the choice. Like you said, it's not about pushing or forcing people, but really providing people with the opportunity, you know, to make a decision, right? They can't make the choice if you don't put the option out there. I was trying to do my research, but I think it's going to be really hard to find the name if, yeah, that was hard. I actually, I have... The name they sent me an email, but I just didn't want to. Well, while you do that, uh, while you're looking for that, I'll, I'll uh, talk a little bit more about why I think it's important for people to understand the whole we preach aspect, um, especially today, because um, uh, Kanae and I were having like a, a conversation about a lot of different things. Uh, we were talking about uh, the new Pixar Disney movie turning red. And the different concerns that have arisen around it and how people have to people have to stand up more um, because in so many different realms, especially 
with Christianity, we let the narrative be driven by the popular thing. Right. Um, so, you know, how many strays of just general disrespect do we take just throughout the day because Joel Osteen does whatever something he does like as a whole, you know, uh, or how many strays we take because of the Catholic church's stance on something. Um, and I think a lot of that in terms of how it roots itself and stays is a lot of us will just say, and I, and I did a sermon about this because it was like, um, just talking about you have to understand cause and effect in that while you may not see an effect, it does not mean that you weren't the cause. Um, we'll be like, well, that don't bother me. That doesn't affect me. The whole house is burning down the block and fires can catch two other houses. Um, just because something doesn't affect you directly doesn't mean it's not going to impact you or change trajectories of your life so on and so forth the way we combat that is speaking talking about your testimony your walk it's why we do this podcast because no walk is going to look alike and it's not supposed to if we don't talk about that if we don't claim and, and own that then so many people are leaning to whatever perversions or whatever uh, misguided thoughts because they're looking for an acceptance that should be in these places. Um, it doesn't mean you don't reject things um, that are harmful to you, but we all misinterpret the 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 way in which to go about doing it. So, right, um, I think it's so important for us. Um, I think what you said was very important and it's important for us all to monitor, I guess is the word I want to say. I'm trying to think of how I want to phrase this. (laughs) I think it's important for us to, to share our truth, right? Right. But our truth does not necessarily mean that's the truth for all Christianity, Right. Your truth is just your truth. That's what I want to say. So when I share my story, I'm not saying this is how all Christians feel or this is what all Christians believe. I'm saying this is what I, Sarita, as a Christian, believe, you know. Um, and so my my story is my story is not your story. So I did find the website. Thank you for your patience. The new name change for the retreat, if you are a woman who is a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and you are wondering, like, what is this retreat? She speaks of, um, so the new website and name is Sapria, and I'm going to spell it for you. It's S-A-P-R-E-A dot org. The retreat is completely free you do have to provide your own transportation to the retreat they have a location in utah and they also have a location in georgia so if you can figure out a way to get yourself to the retreat to the retreat and back home from the retreat um, you will be able to get the help you need shelter and food and other resources and goodies are available um 
and provide it for you free of charge at the retreat. So just the plug, just the plug that I've been meaning to go back and update past blogs and all that. So people can get updated information if they are looking for help. Um, But that's, that's, that's something that's needed. Um, And I've, this is the other part of this conversation that we're talking about. I'm not going to divulge all the stuff because it's a whole bunch of high topics, but the conclusion I came to is um, people don't really understand how to respect people. And do you mean, are you talking about the movie specifically? No. Well, oh, just well, in general, just in the movie in and of itself and uh, amongst other things, uh, okay. shows this general disconnect of being able to respect in conversation. So if we're talking situations of identity, sexuality, spirituality, all of these different things, the reason people get to where laws have to be made and all of this other stuff is because there is no respect and then there is no respect of boundaries. Everybody goes to an extreme. So if I, like you were saying earlier, what you just said is what a lot of people don't do, which is this is my story. My story does not have to be your story. Now, a lot of what we do now is, yes, my story needs to be your story. Um, And also on top of that, your story offends me (laughs) because, you know, I don't like how your story goes. I think a lot of that, honestly, though, has to do with boundaries. People want to feel like they have control over other people and you don't. The only person you have control over is yourself. Now, I speak as somebody who in the past and I still struggle with it. I'm not completely just like uh, free of it or absent from it. But I struggle with a sense of wanting control of things. And I had to go to therapy, like I have talked about that, but I had to go to therapy to realize, okay, sis, you need to have some appropriate boundaries. You are not in charge of everybody. You are in charge of Sarita. And that's who you govern. And that's who you control. And that's Mm -hmm. whose actions, you know, you can be in charge of. And I think we probably are missing that peace in society as a whole because we want everybody to do what we do. Or, or... Like it goes from like if I have a respect for you, like if we get to that rational respect, the part where other people then get extreme is now you have to agree. Right. Like now you have to, you know, allow me a freedom that is infringing. And if you feel like it's a freedom, you're now, you know, you're the antagonist or the enemy to everything and can i tell you something else we touched on this a bit in the bible study that i just completed and i keep plugging different bible studies and talking about bible study y'all bible study with believers is an awesome way really to talk about these issues and one of the issues that came up in the bible study that i completed was how we as christians or just as a people in general have such a different time sitting at the same table, but eating different meals and being okay with other people eating something different. Like we all love Christ. 
can we not agree on that? We get so caught up in our divisions and the things that are different that we don't even want to sit at the table with everybody anymore because I don't like what's on your plate. And I think that's ridiculous, you know? Um, And that's something we need to talk about. I think, I think uh, because of the fact that we're humans, it's going to be very rare that you are in a relationship with somebody where you agree on every single point. Um, And you have to reach a level of maturity where, okay, I don't think that way, but I can still be around you and not be so offended. Right. It's a thing now that's making it especially hard with spiritual conversations to where everything is currently about identity, how you identify, you know, pronouns and, and, and everything else. How do you speak to someone who identifies differently from you um, when you you can't even get to that point where you're willing to have a conversation Um, because they're the people that are like them and the people that like are like wrong and disagree, accept them more. And that's also not what you want Um, because at any point, no matter what it is, the the current fight for the past millennia <laughs> is here's what I want to do. And then somebody's like, well, it's not what I do. So, you know, we're going to fight, kill, steal, borrow until you feel like I feel, you know, right. or, or whatever. And therefore, so many things get lost in translation all because like to bring it back around, there was no respect. Um, right. When we look at the story of Naaman and him receiving his healing from Elisha, Naaman did not agree with what the message that was sent to him. It took somebody in under him, somebody underneath him, um, as far as level of rank to say, hey there, guy, hey, boss, you might want to simmer down a little bit and really think about it, chew on this, because this might be the thing that changes your life. And so I think that's why these kinds of conversations are so important. You can have an opposing view. You need to be able to step out of yourself, step out of your pride, and listen to what somebody else has to say to you. Um you need to be willing to listen. I can tell you when I first started blogging mm-hmm. and when I first put my page up on Facebook, um, a man messaged me in my inbox and he was talking to me about just about Jesus and, you know, he's the savior and all of that. And then he says to me, you are, you're close to the truth, but you're not all the way there. Do you mind if I add my friend to our conversation so we can minister to you about the church of Jesus Christ and the Latter-day Saints? I was in his eyes. I was so close. I was almost there, but I had made it. I was not contentious with this man. I engaged in dialogue with them. And really, I completely forgot about this conversation, but I was looking back um, for some old pictures or some old messages between me and Bible study cousin. I mentioned it to her in the message. And I was like, well, let me go see if I still got these messages. (laughs) 
And that's what brought that conversation. Well, was this on a Saturday at early in the morning? Right. And that's what brought me uh, back to the conversation that I had. But I wasn't contentious with them. I wasn't, hey, you tell your story to me. Because like I said, I'm interested in stories. Like, you tell your story to me because I want to hear it. And I want to know what your experience with Christ has been and why you feel like I'm almost there and not and I haven't arrived. Um, so that was, I for, completely forgot about that conversation though. Hilarious. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even know that it happened. But it's, but again, I'm close because I, I say some things that in your perspective, you agree with, but I'm not saying all the things in your perspective that are, you know, uh, gonna, gonna get me to the mountaintop, so to speak. <laughs> Correct. But I can, I can say like we walked away from the discussion. I wasn't angry and I don't believe they were angry. It was just, let me share my story with you. You know, you say you love testimonies. Well, let me share mine with you. So I really thought that was very clever. And like you hit the nail on the head, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. That that's, it, but it's it's that also, other thing. I can, tell, I can also tell that you thought that DM story was gonna go somewhere else. Oh, I, I listen, you. man, I did. <laughs> but you know, I'm your brother. You know how I feel for you. So just, let's just <laughs> let's just keep it a snack. Um, I had to make sure. But also, the thing is, and Kanae was talking to me, and I was talking about this earlier. Um, we just had a long conversation today because I was trying to. Uh, discuss my YouTube channel and, and the things that I wanted to it's do. It's spring right? break. That's why you've been having these long conversations. Is it spring uh-uh. break? No. Spring break first, oh, week, okay. uh, first week of April. Okay, um, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, they just conferences this week, so she got out early. Um, okay. So, you know, like we're talking about my channel and I was talking, I was trying to like talk through all of these different points with her about what I want to do with the channel and how I want it to grow, what audience I'm trying to speak to, uh, what I think my problems are. And she was like, well, a lot of what you're saying is, you know, you're talking about yourself as though you're a problem when you're the solution. You know, when, you know, like whatever it is, like, you know, and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, it really is difficult for me to, uh, stand on an opinion like because this societal America has taught us you can't lean too far anywhere because somebody will try to counsel you for your opinion which right. I will always say my opinion on something is not fact fact is fact if we can't and just, my opinion is my opinion. Yeah, if we can't agree on the fact of something, that's a completely different conversation. But I will never espouse my opinion of something to be the only option. Uh for the most part. <laughs> um and it's like it, it it's so hard to stand you know what i'm saying nowadays because it's not about respect anymore because if i say something in a very nice way so if i say i choose you know i chose to be married because spiritually that's what's in play for me 
for somebody else is now offended because, well, marriage is a business. Did you blah, blah, you know, do this, do that, do that. And like, I try to safeguard on both sides, like, and have nuance in my speaking. You try to play every field. What would this person say? What would the opposing side say? And And that gets traumatic. Yeah, and and, and exhausting, you know, on top of that, because sometimes you just have to stand on, you know, truth. And I think that the hardest part about people preaching is they don't want to come under attack for the truth or quote unquote your truth whatever it is um so like with the things that we're saying about there needing to be more respect people are like well if i so if i let someone with a different lifestyle choice than me come into the church well then that says i agree no it 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 says that you are teaching the word and that the job exactly. of changing someone is not your it's job. Not ours. It's not <laughs> ours. Like, you know, some plant the seed, some water it, and God gives the increase. That's a popular right. church saying, but I think we uh, neglect the part where God gets the increase. Because, yeah. I mean, if we're honest, nobody in church is perfect. But when God changes your heart, your actions change, your lifestyle change, whatever that, whatever that may be. Um, yeah, it really bothers me because, you know, as a church and when I'm saying church now, I'm saying as the body of Christ, God wants us to come as we are. and He works it out. Um, but I think as a body, we've gotten that so confused. We want to be the ones to work things out of people or work things in people. We have sins that are more acceptable, sins that are Mm -hmm. less acceptable, things that we want to address from the pulpit and things that we don't want to address from the pulpit. How often um, have you been a member of a church body where you can clearly see that gluttony is running rampant among the members of the church, but there's not a call from the pulpit to address it. But there are other things that people feel passionate about and compelled to call people out on. And I think that's a slippery slope for me. And that's what makes um, church culture so dangerous sometimes. Mm-hmm we're not supposed to get into a pattern where we only preach about the things that make us comfortable. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to provide the full gospel of Jesus Christ and not just the pieces that are, um, like I said, more comfortable or easier or more palatable um, or even just the hot button issues. So I want to say this and then we can, both mosey on with our days. Um, I'm so grateful that God has given me the opportunity to have a platform where I can share my story um, in a in a bigger way. Uh, now, it ain't that big. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But it's an, opportun- it's an opportunity for me to reach different people that may not have heard this part of my story or that part of my story or whatever 
but just whatever little piece they hear is something that helps them. Um, it might be that seed. It might be the water and that they need, you know, to help them with the different area of their life. And so I thank God that he's given me a platform and an opportunity to do that. Do I feel like doing it all the time? Absolutely not. Like today, scale of one to 10 of me wanting to do this would be a one because my body is exhausted. I'm so tired that I was like, I woke up like an hour after I was supposed to start work. Like, <laughs> not even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw yeah, right I woke up. Yeah. yeah, I woke up an hour after I was supposed to start work. And when I woke up, I was like, I'm so surprised my alarm hasn't gone off yet. And I looked at and i'm like oh i guess it did my alarm did go off a couple hours ago but i was so tired i didn't even uh hear it and my first thought was i'm not podcasting today i don't have the time i don't have the energy but when i think about how good god has been to me when i think about the lady who shared her story with me. When I think about even any interaction I have with anybody and their story has a big impact on me and it changes my life. I mean, girl, all you have to do is sit here and talk about Jesus for a little while and then you can go lay down. Like it's not, it's not that deep. He's not calling you to be like Paul traveling hundreds and hundreds of miles taking months and months you know what i'm saying until we're touring right to get somewhere to share your story you just have to sit behind the microphone and share so um my prayer for anybody that hears this know that your story has value your story is important i want to hear your story other people need to hear your story like i need to hear your story other people need to hear your story you never know whose life really can be changed and transformed just from hearing what you know. Look at Naaman. Naaman received healing because he listened to the story and to the advice of somebody that was considered to be lesser than he was. Um, so, you know, I one thing I'm big on is complete healing. I desire complete healing for myself, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. I want to be whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way to get there is to push. And it helps some people provide you with awesome resources and um, just different examples for them life, from their lives. Sorry, guys. But your story matters. That's my whole point. Yes. And the only last thing I'll say is do not think of the world's quote unquote leaning to more perversions to be singular to um, sexual desires or whatever, how you view people can spiritually can also be perverted by how you're looking at them. Um, and, And what I'm saying is Understand that we, like Teresa, we're all not perfect and what that means. That doesn't mean that that person needs to have some sort of barriered uh, um, or some dress code when they first need to talk to you. Um, It doesn't mean that their life is going to be complete to where it's like, you know, like you were saying earlier, everybody is going to come like, I think that uh, you're almost there. 
Right. Like there are more people who are not almost there or not anywhere near where not only they want to be or even maybe where God would have them to be. So understanding that makes the work a lot more difficult, understandably so, but it is still work to be done and we all need to get working. Right. So if you would like to read this here blog, then you can go to BibleStudyGirl.com where there are blog posts every day. You can hit us up on social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two. You can hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at BibleStudyGirl. You can also hit our email. I don't know what I was going to call it. Uh, girl 2019 at gmail.com and on any of those um, places that you're seeing us make sure you like comment tell us your story if you'd like to be a guest hit the email um, remember that it's not you know the left is not the right it's not the perfect it's not the imperfect but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching